14 games. God damn. 14. 14 games in a row. That's crazy. I mean, hey, the Grizzlies are shit. I was I was talking to my boss about this before I left. Damn, fucking Houston's still going. I was talking to my boss about this before I left today, and it's just like, honestly, Memphis is kind of the best situation in terms of, like, number one overall pick if they got it, because let's just say hypothetically they, they draft Luka Doncic, and then Marcus Gasol and Mike Conley come back next year. You have two top five to ten in their position guys, veterans, to surround Mike him with. Conley. Mike Conley's definitely a top Mike ten Conley's a fucking good ass he's point so guard. He's not top five point guard. No, no, no. Top, no top, I'm saying top five and or top oh, ten. So okay. he's like top ten and Marcus Gasol's like top five center. Okay. Yeah. But like Marcus Gasol is getting a little old though. He definitely is, but it's it's a kind of a perfect situation where it's like you're a rookie coming into a situation where it's like I have two all star caliber players on this team that are gonna the, the offense will go through them and I can learn from them. Not only that, but like he plays in the Spanish league and Marcus Gasol is like a god in Spain, basketball wise. It's kind of the perfect situation. But uh, anyways, this might be the first time that we've ever opened NBA with actual basketball talk. I know. It felt weird. I feel dirty. I feel dirty. That's why I wasn't chiming in. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, man. Well, you guys want to talk about that football? This is boring. You guys want to talk about that football player who's missing a hand? Oh, that That was intense. That guy's fucking crushing it. How did he get an interception? He had one hand. What? Like, he nubbed that shit. He was was badass. He nubbed everything. (laughs) Just to play devil's advocate. I'm sure... Odell Beckham Jr. could get a one-handed interception. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't impressing me, one-handed guy. Yeah. I've seen that shit before. Oh, boy. Welcome back, everyone. This is NBA. Yay. I am your co-host, Jay Keyless, a.k.a. Uh, Kyle Kuskusma, a.k.a. Ben and Jerry Simmons, a.k.a. Jimmy. I can't believe it's not Butler. Directly in front of me, sir, tell the people who you are. I'm Jimmy. I can't believe you keep saying the same AKAs. <laughs> I, don't, I can't come up with any new ones. I got to come up with some new ones. It's okay. I say the same ones every week, too. It's your boy, Cold Stone Cream Austin. Give me a hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Jared Jack Cheese. There you go. That's a good one. I just came up with it. Oh, nice. It's not that good. Or Monterey Jared Jack. Colby oh, Jared. Way better. Damn it. You guys are naturals. It's your boy. Colby Bryant cheese. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I've, I've made that joke on Facebook before. I've never heard it. That's really good. That's mm-hmm. original. I for my ears, it's original and I love it. Yeah. Hey, it's your boy, Ramen Reigns. Ooh, ah. so spicy, girl. We're talking soup on Eat Gay Love. Put that pork in my mouth. Yeah, so. Ah, <laughs> Whoops. I'm not into R- that. Wrong podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. It's your boy. Um, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You call her Stephanie. I call her Anthony. <laughs> Anyway, I don't have any new ones either. <laughs> it's Matt. Nice, uh, nice Whatever. Nice. Jay saw Black Panther. We'll, we'll get, get to that yeah. after, after um, the next uh, yeah, whatever and dude the, the last, himself. The last member of the trifecta. Introduce yourself. Sir. Hi, I'm Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Derek Rose, a.k.a. Carl Anthony Poundcake. <laughs> That one was stretch. Good. That's a reach. No, that's a, a stupid one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. I realized I actually didn't come up with one this week. Wow. I didn't think oh. of any. Um, <laughs> Bryant's Old Country Buffet Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> 
or that was a deep cut. Or mm-hmm. Bryant Cheese because he's fat as fuck. I'm off today. today. I'm ho- I'm off today. Ooh, Derek Lord. Rose was good. That was Derek clever. Rose that was good. Clever. Welcome like back, Derek everyone. Rose. It's uh, another week of NBA. I believe this is episode thirty-eight. Um, <laughs> thank you. It's new, yeah, it's thirty-eight. New NBA. What basketball player is thirty-eight? <sighs> Not a good one. I don't know. <laughs> Not any good ones that I can think of. Was Shaq ever thirty-eight? After like he, he like went now. to a different when team. he went to like Phoenix. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Or when he was in like Boston, I think he was thirty-five. And they were like or something like that. I think he might have been. Actually, I'm gonna check that because I think he might have been thirty-eight in Boston. Anyways, that was boring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I contributed. Yeah, to that. do we have to do this every episode? I'm very sorry. Everybody. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we don't. Uh, <laughs> that was what I was implying. <laughs> I uh, I did. Thank s- you for thinking I was sincere, though, Nick. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had- I take everything that you say very seriously, Matthew. I did. <laughs> Why? I did Mathias. see. Uh, I saw Black Panther this weekend. Mm. Mm, mm, I mm, forgot mm. to buy an SD card so we get videos. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get there one day. One day. Also, Shaq was. We did the Black Panther salute. In Sha- case you didn't Shaq see was thirty six. I mean, of course you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I finally saw it. I enjoyed it. Uh, that was the first movie that I ever saw with Michael B. Jordan, where I was like, he wasn't corny. He wasn't corny. And I love Michael B. Jordan. I like him as a dude. I don't hate him as an actor, but he's always kind of like corny. And this is the first time where I was just I like, think you're a hater. Fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I've watched all I his think movies. It's, I think it's because you think he's going to take your girlfriend. Uh, I'm very, I, again, Amber's way into black dudes. The moment <laughs> we got in the theater, I'm like, if he takes his shirt off, we got to leave. There's <laughs> no way we're going to be able to Yeah, man, that must have been, that movie was nothing but like in shape black men. It was, And yeah. uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> that was an unnecessary <laughs> shot. <That> was, <laughs> wow. Hey, I loved him. He was amazing. He was below the belt. He was so below good at belt. it. But and no. now the prince. Shall have the power, the strength of the Black Panther stripped away. away. I love the way he said Black Panther. Yeah. The Black, Black, Black Panther. Black Panther. Black. It was so Black good. Panther. Uh, the memes have been so lit. It's yeah, especially uh, with that um, with that line. They are they're killing yeah. it. I, you seen that guy take a swig of that tiny like Hennessy bottle yeah. and choke? Someone yeah. put that quote above I saw it. That. There's I saw that. there's this video that uh, Destiny sent me. This little boy reenact the first like sort of uh, challenge scene where Umbaku comes out uh-huh. and the little boy plays every character. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, Kev on stage did that too. He was like in Philly. Oh, really? He was doing it in public. Uh. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I love him. Oh, man. It's it pretty a, great. It was a great movie. I very much entertained it or, or, or enjoyed it, uh, the entertainment of it. Um, yeah, but on to, uh, you know, maybe it'll win an Oscar like next year, but uh, you know who did win an Oscar this weekend? Kobe. Kobe. Black Mamba Bryant. I love. A motherfucking Oscar. I love the way that, uh, I almost said Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill uh, announced it. He says the other guy's dude, and he goes, and Kobe. I was just like, oh my God. And it was funny because like all of the, literally like every single uh, like movie reviewer that like I like read their reviews and stuff, all of them said the same thing. We all knew Kobe was going to win, but apparently they were like, um, compared to everything that was nominated it was the shittiest movie of all of them and i was like but john williams did the score it's narrated by kobe that's gotta be great it was the thing is it's like it some so i was listening to bill simmons podcast on the way here because they had jimmy kimmel on and they were doing like an oscar recap Mm -hmm. and the reality is is like most of these dudes who make short films 
are like living off of ramen and have no money and this is like their life's ramen reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your, for your contribution. Uh, but like Kobe is a millionaire and basically was like, I'm going to give all this money to the greatest people in Hollywood to make this short yeah. film. It's like he couldn't not win. He just yeah. had more funding. <laughs> like he literally just had yeah. more funding. And by the way, and this is again credit to Bill Simmons and the people on the podcast. Most of the people that vote for the Oscars probably Lakers fans. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, come on. You think Kobe's not going to win that Oscar? Yeah, that's <laughs> the, a good point. Come the on, average man. age of the Academy voter is seventy two. They've spent most of their lives in L A. Right. They love, they love Kobe. The yeah. They love the Lakers. They're they probably Lakers. all in the front row. The, you yeah, know, they, were, they were all probably like going through the ballad, and they were like, "Oh fuck, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what he made a movie." Uh, well, yeah, he, it's good. No, of course I haven't seen it, but it's good. <laughs> I I tweeted off the NBA account. I'm like, of course he won the fucking Oscar, and of course he spoke in Italian when he won yeah. it, that fucking prick. He's such a. Douche. I will admit, he's such a fucking. Douche. I will admit, when, you see that video of him rapping in Italian? <laughs> it, it was like when he was really young. I gotta find that. Um, bad. I, gotta I will admit, that. I did like when the guy was the guy was like, "You're you have dreams, chase your dreams." Am I right, Kobe? And then Kobe goes, "I don't know, I'm a basketball player. We're just supposed to shut up and dribble." But uh, that and was. I was good. Like, Damn! That was that oh, was shots God. fired. That was, that was the only thing that beep, was like, beep, all right, I'm back on the Kobe train. But mm-hmm. he's just he's a robot, and I hate him. Yeah, he's so annoying. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so one of the one of the best picture nominations was Three Billboards over somewhere in Missouri, mm-hmm. and this past week there were three billboards in Philadelphia trying to get LeBron to come play for the Sixers. Not in Cleveland, not in Philadelphia. They were in Philly. Why would they put billboards in Cleveland to get Are him to play in Philly? Are you serious? You didn't know that? They bought billboards in Cleveland saying trust the process. Oh. Are you serious, man? Come on now. You've got an NBA podcast. You're supposed to know this shit. Are you well, sure? I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, it we was, could Google it. It was in Cleveland. You're sitting in front of a Cleveland, computer. Just Google Cleveland it. responded with... Uh, a uh it said hey philly and it had a picture of a crown but everything but the middle one so it looked like it was a crown giving the middle <laughs> finger uh, i want to point out jay was um using his trackpad with his middle finger too i think he's upset <laughs> like a gangster uh <laughs> it's like how dare you call me out yeah um and are, then, are you two gonna argue about something that doesn't matter on every episode probably, probably i yeah. hope so we've been, uh, we've been doing our it's hours. really funny and then uh, la uh also put one up where was it one. you two who fought over a pillow yeah <laughs> i beat his ass uh i'll never forget that day <laughs> Uh, I was more, I was more afraid because our dad threatened us afterwards. <laughs> Did you guys tell this story on the podcast? I don't know. I feel like maybe Jay and I fought over a pillow. You definitely told the story last week. Bro. Yeah, I was okay. saying, we def- I, I, You told the story last. Jay doesn't week. like the story. It was it was about it was you know it was a growing moment. Yeah. All right, okay. Right. Jay's high fiving me because I was correct. I just found it. You're right. My apologies. I thought they were based in Philly because they played in Philly last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They no, Cleveland. they did them in Cleveland. So I wanted to talk about that because we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because it happened late last week. Yeah. Um, thoughts on LeBron going to Philly in the off season? Is he a good fit for what they have? Uh, Let's just and and because like I've been I've been arguing with Shelby for like two weeks about this shit. Here's the fe- the feeling I've always had: LeBron isn't a good fit anywhere. You have to fit everything around LeBron. I completely agree. You don't bring LeBron in. You bring everything else in to deal with. Because literally, Ben Simmons pretty much loses his job if LeBron James shows up. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an interesting concept 
of LeBron going to play with them and like they're very young and very promising and he gets to stay in the East so he doesn't have to compete against Houston yeah. or against Golden States. Um, but he pretty much, like you said, he makes Ben Simmons just he, – he pretty much cancels him out. Yeah. Because he's yeah. the ball dominant one. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Nope. So it's like, what are you? You gonna post him up about? You gonna post him up on the block? Right? Unless, unless he joins yeah, a team and then goes, <laughs> "Hey guys, uh, in case you didn't know, I actually can shoot forty two from three. Well, that's the other uh, thing too. And is then like, all of a sudden, LeBron just starts doing that shit. Everybody but, keeps talking. The thing is, like, I genuinely think that LeBron would concede ball handling duties to Ben Simmons because he's that fucking good at it. He's so good. I was rewatching the, the Cleveland uh, Philly game, yeah, um, this weekend, and it's just like he's just. He's a he's a magician, man. His court vision is incredible. Like, Although next level court vision. I think it was the next game they played the Bucks, and they he I mean, he literally got eight assists in eight minutes to start that game, which is pretty amazing. But then I think he ended with like ten turnovers or something like that. Sure, and that's, and the, that's gonna happen. The, the guy Sixers that has the ball as a the, the Sixers as a whole ended up with like thirty five turnovers yeah, that game. It's inevitable. They were up twenty and still ended up losing. He's still <laughs> he's very he's very. Uh, um, I hate to use the word flashy because there's got to be a better word, but like he takes risks with his passes mm-hmm. for the style points. You know very, what I mean? He's very ornate. But that's what I'm passes. saying. Like I don't, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ornate. <laughs> Back on subject. <laughs> oh, uh, he pointed to us too. Like, <laughs> like what we do you want react? from us? Like, like we're gonna give you a high five after that. I, I think I'm holding. We're a not pen. English teachers. <laughs> I'm holding a pen right now, and I feel like I want. I'm like. I don't know. Someone take it away from me. It's taking away my the little <laughs> powers I have. It's taking yeah, away. You're, you're cut off. Uh, <laughs> no, but like it, it would be interesting to see him go there because like the Eastern Conference makes sense, and it's the only other team in the Eastern Conference besides uh, Cleveland that it makes any sense. There's I've been arguing with people about like the financials of it all, but like it's just fun to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Um, overall, though, do you think just based because like there were rumors coming out that he was like looking at prep schools in, like, South Jersey, which is right outside of Philly. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, he's going to the Nets? No. Like, no, like, no, shit. no, no, no He no, really no. wants to take a team no, out the gutter. No, 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 no. He no. really wants to show what he can no, do. No, 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 But could you imagine? No, 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 no. I but, like, could I you imagine? really. No. no. It would be ridiculous. I, I don't know if he goes to Philly, but the Philly one is a really, really interesting kid because it's, like, it's such a young core, definitely more promising than the Lakers. Um, and again, it's just it's the East. It's the East, and it's fascinating. Um, next story. So somebody on LeBron's team, uh, J.R. Smith, got suspended this week for throwing soup at um, Damon Jones. Yeah, the, the, uh, uh, assistant, the assistant coach. coach, former teammate of LeBron James's. Um, that is the first time that I've ever heard <laughs> of somebody throwing is the entire food. <laughs> at someone to get suspended. Soup isn't isn't some food that you throw either because you could give someone like third degree burn. Well, it, yeah. I, I, not to mention he was trying to hurt that man. It, not to mention it's <laughs> it's soup. So when you throw it, it's a scatter effect. So this it's going to hit a lot this is of a people. Great, this is a great segue because I I got really deep into thought. And for the listeners, if you don't know, we do have a food podcast. So when I heard this, I immediately thought, what an opportunity for a crossover episode. So we're actually going to talk about soup this week. But nonetheless, I immediately started thinking about like what kind of soup would you throw? <laughs> this is the poop sack all over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't you give the listeners some context for the poop sack because they have no idea what we're talking about. 
Why? Who cares? Because it's, it's a great story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a great story. Um, so when me and Jay worked together, um, someone found an article about a man who threw a sock full of feces at a woman at a train station. Poop sock. So, so we spent the next, I would say, month every oh, lunch minute, minute, um, yeah. discussing what kind of sock was it. How did he put the poop in there? Yeah, how did you get the poop in there? Mm-hmm. I I believed it was a dress sock, and I feel like he picked it up like uh, you pick up poop that, from <laughs> like your dog. dog like you turn the sock inside out, pick it up, we and had, turn it inside we had out. Do you think people... he also tied the other end so the poop wouldn't come out? That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. We're going to we're gonna get to the I bottom I feel like you have guys. to. The other question mm-hmm. was like, was it a planned attack, or it was like, yeah, was it he just like, he was just like, I'm just going to get somebody to <laughs> He was just like, <sighs> that bitch got green hair. <laughs> Do you think? See, he all right. If he was looking to hit someone with green hair, he probably was waiting a long time. Right. <laughs> you. This is why you weren't a part of the poop socks. Yeah, green hair. Yeah, you would have been with there for hours. Uh, yesterday, I met a More couple who both had literally like. The female had my haircut and the male had Destiny's haircut, which people who've never seen Destiny, it's just a big old head of curly hair. Um, and the Nobody's old, seen you either, motherfucker. True. I have a side part. That's <laughs> as simple as that. Um, but this they, is, We had a video. Yeah, oh, that's that's people have seen. Oh, okay, but this is, this is the weirdest part about it, though. They both had Cookie Monster blue hair. And they... Like, I was talking to him about it because I was like, how often do you see that? And... The uh, the girlfriend was like, you know, the weirdest part was we both just decided to get haircuts and dye our hair this color uh, without telling the other one. And then we bumped into each other later on that day and we both had the exact same haircut. And I was like, wow. Y'all make me want to barf. Hey, oh, my yeah. God. Uh, they think that's cute, but it's not. <laughs> it's not cute at all. It makes me want to barf. Um, but anyway. Do, does it make you want to barf into a sock and throw it at somebody? <laughs> yeah. Bam. Exactly. Segue. But back to the soup. So if you had to throw soup at someone. Speaking of the soup. Joe McHale has a new TV show. <laughs> it's, it's good. Great. I like it. Yeah, I, like it I, I love. I haven't it. seen it yet. I do like Joe McHale. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you choose a brothy soup or a, a cream based soup to throw at somebody? I would choose ramen. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's done, people. Would you really? Would you really? Uh, no, I would eat it. <laughs> yeah, I would eat the ramen. I'd probably I, choose a cream based soup. Um, makes the most sense. Yeah, to me. cream makes the most sense. Yeah. As soon as you said sense that, or like a bisque. bisque. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. We are Especially if they're wavelength. lactose intolerant. <laughs> yes. If you're really trying to hurt them. Now here's the question: If do we think it would? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say if like I'm not super mad at them, but I still want to throw it. I think I throw uh, gazpacho at them because yeah, it's cold. It's cold. It's not gonna hurt it's them like as much. Thick. I would. Yeah. If I'm really angry, I would throw like clam chowder because I don't want to waste <laughs> a lobster bisque on throwing at somebody. But like a clam yeah. chowder. Would you throw New England or? New York clam chowder. Uh, New England. Isn't New that England? thicker? Yeah, it's way thicker. Uh, yeah. New York is New a York clam based. chowder sucks. <laughs> I don't like it that much. But we'll talk about that later. Um now here's the other question. What what could we possibly what would possibly make us bring up clam chowder again? Oh wait, we have another podcast. Listen to EA Love. EA Love, shout out. Now, if you're throwing soup at someone, uh-huh. do you because here's the thing is like the act of throwing soup. Your brain immediately goes to like overhand throwing mm-hmm. soup, which doesn't make sense to me conventionally speaking. Here's the other thing nobody's asking: Was the soup you're in a gonna bowl? throw it underhand like you're a softball player? Or did I was he gonna, just I would sidewind that or bitch. Did he simply yeah. just dump it on <laughs> the coach? And they're saying and he they're saying it. he threw soup on him. No, because if it, I feel like throwing, Do you know it, what I mean? 
the politics, right? Yeah. It's all bullshit, dude. Or Yo, fake news, son. Or did he fake take? News. Did he take one of those like uh, pump up little like water guns where you pull back? Now to that suck would up be the dope. Suit, that and, he and he just it. shot it at him. He pulls it back to suck it up and just like now that. I mean, like, I think I don't think that would happen because throwing soup is a crime of passion. You wouldn't have that much time <laughs> to like. Yeah, it think was. Things it, through. That's not a premeditated. Yeah, crime. like you. I don't think do. he went to Target first and then <laughs> built up a super soaker with soup. The, the one thing that I was or that would be a super <laughs> really a super <laughs> um, uh. um, I was also gonna say like do you think like because maybe they were playing it down do you think he just like took a can of soup and threw it at him but then they were like he just threw soup at him because they didn't want to point out that he, threw, about he that chucked either. a full a fucking can, can, can at someone's head a can head. of soup is a deadly weapon yeah, if that's thrown at somebody do you think before he um, threw it he was like would you like soup or salad <laughs> I'm going to throw soup at you or toss your salad. Ew. Uh, oops. <laughs> oops, that came out. You're uh, weird and sexual uh, today. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's mad that he didn't get to talk about porn. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you guys did it all without me. Uh, we can uh, talk about porn. Man. No, 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 no. How many, how many pornos do you think begin with someone throwing soup at another person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think... Well... I'm sure, like most burn fetish <laughs> porns, probably do. <laughs> Good lord! All right. Well, speaking of burning or fire, the tr- talk about por- a hot clip. The Portland Trailblazers have been hot as of late. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> the por- uh, the Portland Trailblazers are currently on an eight game winning streak. They're playing incredibly well. Damian Lillard has been leading the charge, averaging about thirty six points a game like five assists a game and really just like dominating from the field. Uh, I think he's shooting like almost 50% from the field overall uh, in these last 10 games. And the Blazers have basically gone from the eighth seed to the third seed, which is uh, something I did not see coming. Yeah. It's the, the last couple of weeks have been weird with the Pelicans kind of going out. Well, the Pelicans, and, I think the Pelicans have won like eight, two in a row. I think uh, they're at like a nine game. Nine? Streak. Okay. They're, they're yeah. Killing it. I was say eight or nine. And, but, and then like the Timberwolves and the Spurs have both fallen yep. off. Yep. Uh, the Thunder are, are going back on a down swing again. Yeah. So like that, it's really weird. Like, obviously, we already talked about, about it in the beginning, like older podcasts, but no, no, nobody fucking predicted them to be doing this well. No. I thought both the Pelicans and the Blazers would just squeak in at the end. So like, I was not I expecting actually, this at all. I foresaw the Blazers being better this year because like. Last year they got Nurkic very late in the season mm-hmm. and he really helped them and I thought that was having him for a full season would be good and then he was hurt for a little bit so yeah. he had some more trouble but like they're picking up Dame always just like in the second half of the NBA season just goes off like a couple of years ago he always he pretty much like made all NBA because of his second half yeah he always like begins to catch fire right around the time that they're announcing who's going to become an all star exactly because then it's like it would be the, it's the perfect story for him to be like see you fuckers ain't choosing me look at how good I'm doing right. and like he loves it, that narrative I think this year it. because they chose him he was like well fuck now I got to keep up being right. really good right <laughs> it's it, it they've been impressive and like looking at the playoff standings right now like you said like the last time we spoke minnesota was the third overall seed uh, fourth overall seed now they're the sixth seed oklahoma was like the fifth seed they're down to the seventh seed uh denver's still at eight new orleans is at four which is crazy yeah. and dude. Is, they were the spurs are five the spurs are five right mm-hmm. now like and honestly so i've been looking at the playoff standings the last couple of weeks because you know it's getting closer to the end of the season and it's like you know before long these are going to be the matchups and 
on the West, in the Western Conference, it's really interesting because, like, if the playoffs were to start today, Golden State plays OKC in the first round. And Ooh. that is fascinating to me. Uh, Portland, Minnesota is an interesting series because, like, I'm concerned that Jimmy's going to come back too soon. Yeah. And I don't want him to come back too soon for, like, mediocre playoff success. Like, I want him to just come back next year if yeah. he really is hurt. Um, New Orleans, San Antonio is an interesting series, especially if, like, LaMarcus is still hurt and Kawhi is still out. Like, you could you could see some real upsets in the first round um, of the Western Conference. And then the Eastern Conference, you have, like, Boston, Milwaukee, great series. Oh, that does Philly, fun. Cleveland, phenomenal series. Uh, Indiana, Washington, which honestly, Indiana could probably beat Washington at this rate. I watched uh, the Pacers versus Bucks the other day, and it was a fucking good game. It yeah. was it was a strong Bogdan Bogdan. No, not Bogdan because he's in uh, he's in Sacramento. Boyan Bogdanovich, yeah. uh, he fucking went off. He had twenty nine points. I think he missed like three shots. He'll do that he was doing. He looked really good in that game. The most the most boring series right now is Toronto versus Miami, and Toronto's the number one overall seed. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, though. It's a one versus an eight seed. So boring. The most boring series in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch that series. Like, Raptors fans will barely, barely watch that series. Jake, Drake will definitely not watch that. Eh, he does love Miami. He yeah, I was going to say. He yeah. might watch it. Yeah. You, you'll see him and DJ Khaled in Miami games and him and The weekend in the Raptors games until, <laughs> when they're in Toronto. Um, so with the Blazers, do we think that they're going to keep this up or do, do we think that like they're going to tail off and end up like towards the, the, the lower portion of the Western Conference just based on how they're playing? Keep in mind that like Dame, top five point guard in the NBA. CJ McCollum, probably top 10 shooting guard in the NBA. Yeah. Like their their talent level is very, very high. They're like – somebody compared them to like the Raptors of the West where like you have two all-star level guards and then just role players around them. Yeah. Um or like the Wizards. Yeah, exactly. Like just teams with guard heavy play, two Boy, all-star a lot caliber of, guys. There's a, a quite a few of those kind of teams. It's a guard heavy. It's a guard heavy league. Yeah, it makes sense. Are they for real though? Do we think that they're going to be I think they end at 3 I to think 5 they spot? End actually, I think they end at 5, maybe 6. That's what I got them at. Yeah, they're going to drop down a little bit. Now, if you're matching up with them in the first round, in comparison to the way that the Pelicans have been playing recently, are you more afraid of Portland or are you more afraid of New Orleans? I think I'm more afraid of uh, Portland because for New Orleans, I mean, don't get me wrong, Drew Holiday's been playing well too during this stretch. Well, and who stops Anthony Davis? That's the only thing. You know it's I mean? like let Anthony Davis go off, but just like just shut down the rest of the team because he has no one else to give it to. He what? barely has Drew Holiday to give and it he's, to. He's been putting up video game numbers yeah. still. Even after last week when we talked about him, like yeah. he's still putting up video game numbers. He is looking real him, good. Him alone, he alone is better than CJ and McCullough, CJ and, and, and Dame yeah. like, separately. Like it it I don't know who like right now honestly if if the playoffs were to start today and New Orleans playing San Antonio, I'd probably pick New Orleans. Just because one, they're hot. Two, who's going to stop Boogie? Or I'm not Boogie. Ad, and who's going to get buckets for San Antonio? Tony Parker. Tony Parker's been playing kind of well recently, but I I'm actually afraid of. And again, it's all matchup based, but I'm more afraid of Portland overall. But as the matchups looks like right right now, like it's uh, yeah, it'd, New Orleans can make a fun. run, man. It'd New Orleans can make a fun. Yeah. They can make a fun little run. Um, next on the agenda, uh, for this week's topics. Um, so it came to, out today that the Bulls were given a bit of a, uh, slap on the wrist, if you will, about their recent, uh, tanking efforts, which like everybody's tanking. 
Um, but at the same time, Gar Foreman basically said that he spoke to Adam Silver, and Adam Silver said what they were doing with Robin Lopez and Justin Holiday was considered like rest, quote yeah. unquote. Uh, which means Adam Silver must be a Bulls fan, which, shout out. Uh, <laughs> but basically, the Bulls got in a little bit of trouble because they've been actively sitting Robin Lopez and Justin Holiday, who were starting pretty much all season until yeah. the All-Star break, um, and sitting them healthy when, realistically speaking, they definitely could play. Um, yeah. But we're trying to get that top spot, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, but we we already looked at that tankathon shit. That's going to be very hard to get. We're only two games back. Uh, no, three and a half games no, back. Yeah. Ah, fuck, man. Yeah, there's a very good chance that we're not getting that. We're three and a half games back, and right now, let's just take a look here. I just want to see what the Bulls score looks like right now. But I'm, yeah, I'm it, assuming they're losing. It's funny that they come down on us because like every fucking team in the, the bottom 10 is actively saying, yeah, um, I just, I, I, we don't care. We're out. Yeah. God damn it. The Bulls are up 89 to 72. <laughs> <laughs> Who Sorry. are they playing tonight? Memphis. Oh, that's yeah, and why. Memphis has lost 14 in a row, those cocksuckers. Oh, Memphis is they are going really down. going after it. They are really going after it. Um, when was the last time Tyreek Evans played? <laughs> who knows, dude? I don't know when the last time he played or Marcus Sol played. Like, they're literally playing a college Tyreek was team. great on the pugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Uh, good um. <laughs> It was uh, <laughs> it was funny to read that article today, though, because it's just like he was our sixth man. He does seem like he would be a great sixth man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he's that's what he's made for, man. At this point, yeah. Um, also, it looks like uh, Mark Cuban got uh, uh, he got um, fined again or something. No, somebody said that he uh, sexually assaulted them. Anyways, ah, great. Um, another story came out this week. So the NBA is reopening conversations about getting rid of the one and done rule. So for those of you who don't know what the one and done rule is, basically it determines that a player can, is only draft eligible after being one year removed from high school. Initially that rule was made so that they could, because there was such an influx of high school kids coming to the draft and getting drafted too high and never making it or not getting drafted at all. They decided to instill this rule so that players would be forced to go to college and hopefully stay in college. But what they didn't realize is that they pretty much guaranteed that college basketball would suck for the next six years because none of these dudes want to stay in college. So like you forced them to – so back in the day, you would basically allow them to come out of high school and they would come out before they were ready. Now they're going to college for one year, making college look like a joke, not going to any classes – uh, and still coming out before they're ready and not getting drafted. Um, so they've opened up the conversations again about letting high school kids get drafted. Um, initially based around making the G League more of a factor in it all. So mm-hmm. letting kids get drafted out of high school, keeping their rights, and letting them basically grow in the G League instead of putting them on an NBA roster because I think all but two teams actually have a G League affiliate. Yeah. Um, so yay or nay on – Going back to the original dra- getting drafted out of high school rules. Yay. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think it's yay as well. How can you say no? Like, yeah. the, the people that have an argument against, like, if if I hear the argument of, like, uh, you know, the value of an education is invaluable, I'm going to punch somebody in the face. It's so stupid. Like, Ben Simmons all last year filmed a documentary about how he was not going to school. He was not going to class. All he did was work out for an entire, for six months. He was 
at LSU for six months and then stopped going to class. Man, I wish someone just paid me to work out for six months. That's basically what it was. Ugh. That's basically what it was. I actually don't want to work out, so I'd rather get paid to <laughs> do, do my job. Classic. But it's like... <laughs> I'd rather get paid to make iOS apps than paid go. to work out. Working out is hard. I don't know if you guys know that. People always say, it's like, oh, I just want to get paid to work out. Working out's not easy. It's not easy. It's not fun. <laughs> it fucking hurts. It's not fun. My legs are still right now. I fucking <laughs> yeah. did squats my, and lunges. It sucked. My arms are sore. I did a mm-hmm. couple of weight training. I had vigorous, <laughs> vigorous sex, and my abs are sore. Abs are oh, sore. God. <sighs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. And that's coming He's from me. so much. I don't like uh, it. Anyways. Yeah, I don't so, like you so, doing that. But going back to the rules, so like, so remember Brandon Jennings? So Brandon Jennings was the first one to be like, fuck you guys. I'm not going to college. I'm going to go play in Italy for a year, and then I'll get drafted. And then- Sure like, worked out for him. Uh, for a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, he got drafted yeah. in the top 10. Yeah. You know, and he got paid for a year in Italy playing professionally and nice. got to travel around Europe. Did he pos- Did he date someone from Love and Hip Hop? Or was that, or was that Booby Gibson? I don't know. <laughs> that Sorry. might have been Booby Gibson. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That bit. It's childish, but that name makes me laugh. You are childish. Yeah. Um, and then like I Emmanuel mean, Jay, Mugier. you're also childish. Yeah. I think we're all childish. We're all childish. To an extent. I think that's why we do so well on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but then like Emmanuel Moody, I went to China and then, um, God, what the fuck is his name that got drafted by? Oh, Terrence Ferguson went to Australia. Like Moody sounds like a, a Disney film <laughs> <laughs> that's set in China. <laughs> sounds like, like a reimagination of Mulan or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Um but anyways, um Steve Kerr I actually talked about this this week too where he basically said like I don't understand why if a kid enters the draft and doesn't get drafted, why a college would not just let him come back. Yeah. So what are yeah. your thoughts it's on that? It's cuz they're petty as fuck. Well, so there's a lot of things they involved. make they make Paul Pierce look like a saint. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There's a lot of things involved, though, and this is just to, to play devil's advocate. So, one, recruiting is a big part of college basketball, and yeah. like your job is basically to know going into the off season, who am I trying to replace? And if you think that one of your guys is going to the draft, you're filling that spot with a recruit. So, like, you have X amount of scholarships, you fill those scholarships, and you bring in kids from junior colleges or from high school. So, it's a constant revolving door of players of kids who are graduating, kids who are transferring, kids who are going to the NBA. So, there's that. The other part is. And here's the here's the reality is like these kids are getting especially the really really good ones are getting in contact with agents and NBA scouts when they're like 14. Yeah. So the whole like well they've been in contact with an agent when they got to the when they went through the draft process cuz like right now once you declare for the draft if you hire an agent it's over. You cannot come back. If you declare for the draft and don't hire an agent and decide you know what I'm going to go back to school, you can. So that's the that's the descript the, the the that's the line in the sand of like if there's a professional involved that is incentivized to get you money and that will also give you money to support you while you're approaching that dream, then you're cut off. But if you don't hire an agent, you can come back if you want. So there's, there's that argument too of like there's an agent involved who's giving them money because like a lot of these kids get drafted and like they get a loan from these agents for like fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 to cover their bills until their first paycheck comes in. That sounds nice. I mean, that's what it is. So they give them a big ass loan for the year, basically. Now it's on the hush hush, unless you're like Arizona and you get investigated by the FBI. But yeah, nonetheless, Steve Kerr makes a great also point. Bullshit. Though, like, it it always made me angry where they're like, "Oh, you didn't get drafted. Tough luck. Figure it out." 
Like, let those kids come back, man. Yeah. Let them come back. Can what's, they, what's the harm? Well, what's can the they harm? come back for, like, an education? Because an education sure. is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever that bullshit sentence you said any, was. Any of those kids can go back to a school just to learn, but they can't come back to play basketball. And it's over for them. So it's like, you take a huge risk if you enter in the NBA draft and don't get drafted, because then you're pretty much going to play in Europe and or in the G League, and that is a long road, a yeah. very tough road. You got to walk Unless hard. You're a big baller. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can get, go to the big baller league. There you go. Um, speaking of big ballers, nice. Um, the Clippers, and that was a terrible segue. <laughs> the Clippers finally decided on a logo to put on the jersey for this following season. Um, they have struck up a deal with Bumble, the dating app, which our co host Matt is very familiar with. Um, and Matt, why did you say that? Like <laughs> that? So Actually, not that familiar with Bumble. No, I have it. Um, How's it been going? Not great. As you can see, I don't have any matches. Mind you. <laughs> 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 I, I have a match with one girl who I went on a date with and did not like her that much. So why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you use Bumble? What's wrong with Bumble? I use I try to use it, but as you can see, I have no matches. Oh. Like, I don't, so what I don't know. What you're saying is people don't want to use you. Yeah, that's what I'm got saying. It, got it, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Um I'm much better with Tinder, I think. Um <laughs> I was actually I surprised know. that the Clippers didn't use Tinder or Grinder even. They would never use Why would Tinder. you think they would use Grinder? Because they're LA based. Grinder's LA based? Yeah. Aren't they? I don't fucking know. I don't use any of those They, apps. they just had a racist owner. Do you think they would have a gay dating app? I mean, <laughs> that's that's going in the exact opposite that direction. That's no super thing. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's super left. That's it. That's it's good for yeah. them. Uh, Grinder is based, but yeah, mm. I like Bumble. Bumble feels um, like less like guys can do weird things. Although you can send pictures on Bumble, which you can't do on Tinder. <laughs> And see, see like, see. and that's not good because yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure penis pics get sent. <laughs> I'm sure. So many. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so are you saying that the uh, Clippers are advocating penis pics? That's I'm not all, good, I'm Clippers. All for it. I'm all for it. You know, you should not be all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so the last topic that I wanted to talk about today was um, Kevin Love wrote an article uh, for the Players Tribune, which for those of you who don't know what the Players Tribune is. Um, it's a website where athletes actually contribute content, um, directly. And it's usually, uh, not memoirs, but just releases on things that they're talking about. Um, like Kevin Durant announced his, um, free agent decision. A lot of people did that there. Kobe announced his retirement there. I know he's one of the investors, so that's why he did that. Um, but anyways, Kevin Love released an article this week about how he recently had an anxiety attack um, during one of the games and that it basically rendered him uh, incapable of playing for the rest of the game. And and, and not too long prior to that, um, DeMar DeRozan actually mentioned how he's battled bouts of like depression and anxiety as an NBA player. Um, And it was a really great article um, that basically just shed light on the fact that like, despite the fact that these dudes are uh, NBA players, um, they're people, you know, and it, there's a lot of pressure involved and um, it, it's it's a lot of stakes. And especially somebody like Kevin Love, who's been like the scapegoat for the Cavs for the last four seasons. Yeah, basically since yeah. he got there. Anytime they, they go on like a, if they go on a two game losing he's the streak, guy. it's he's, like, he's so what's always, up with Kevin Love? He's always the guy. So I guess I just wanted to get your feedback on like what you guys thought about 
him coming out and, and speaking on a topic like mental health. Um, I know Matt, Matt is actually starting a mental health podcast. Um, Within the Yay Network. Matt, maybe you yeah. can tell the listeners about the podcast. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I want to start a podcast where I interview people about their experiences with mental health, therapy, depression, anxiety, that kind of stuff. I want to interview mental health professionals and just, like, shed some light on, like, my struggles with mental health and talk to people about theirs and also laugh about it. Yeah. And maybe you can talk may- to Kevin Love. That'd be pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that would be Cleveland's awesome. Cleveland's not that far. We'll drive you up. I don't want to go to Cleveland. Um, <laughs> Not even in the name of mental health. No, thank you. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to use Skype. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's not great for my mental health to go to yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's great that he's coming out. We need more celebrities to come out about this stuff. Yeah, because there's still weirdly a stigma. I always find it funny that there's no stigma for online dating. So much so that teams will use an online dating app as their logo. But this is weird that yeah. Kevin Love says he had an anxiety and attack. And it's, it's nice mm-hmm. to see dudes that are, like, in the limelight as, like, these stars. Not not of, like, of like screen, but stars of just, like, stature and, like, athleticism. And they're these... These, yeah. these, these, uh, they just kind of signify machismo and like being mm-hmm. manly and tough. And like, mm-hmm. you know, to see guys like that deal, like even Brandon Marshall has dealt with like bipolar yeah. disorder and like, yeah, depression. he's a big one. He's a huge advocate yeah. for like mental mm-hmm. health because it's, it's a reality. It's like these guys mm-hmm. go through a lot of stress and, and at the end of the day, they're human beings. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to talk about that because like I never want to shy away from the conversation of mental health and it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I, I kudos to Kevin Love, who I've always been a fan of anyways, uh, but kudos to him for for speaking out about his recent uh, anxiety attack and just being very transparent about it and being very open and um, and and vulnerable, really. It's just, yeah. it's just being vulnerable in a, in a space that, like, it, so especially in the NBA, and say what you will about it, but the NBA is dominated by black culture. And in black culture, or just minority culture in general, like, mental health problems are often swept onto the rug. Yeah. Like yeah, in, for sure. in white culture or in like, you know, in, 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 in that culture, especially in like more well-off cultures, um, it's commonplace for people to speak to psychiatrists or psychologists. Yeah. Um, but in like low socioeconomic status cultures, it's very common to ignore it or push it down or push it away. So in an environment where like you're surrounded by, um, that environment, if that's kind of the fan base in a lot of ways, yeah. Um, it, it's nice that somebody is is able to get past that and not necessarily fear the yeah. criticism that one and, might face. And all, all the players were very supportive, which yeah. I think is very good because it, it's legitimately like everyone needs to talk to a therapist. It doesn't matter right. who you are. It's mm-hmm. always good to talk about your problems because you may not have an actual like sort of chemical imbalance or something, but... People fucking have bad days. People get mm. sad. Things get bleak. You have to have someone to talk to about it. Yeah. And I think it's very nice that they're all like willing, you know, to have that sort of conversation. And Kevin, thank you for starting it. I'm sure you're a listener of the podcast. Um, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I was very happy when I uh, when you sent us that article. Yeah, man. I was very happy to see that. Yeah. So uh, anything else we want to plug today before we wrap up? Um. Yay emotions. Um, that's gonna be the name of my podcast and also blog. So be on the lookout for that. Also listen to Yay Love. 
rate, comment, subscribe to this one. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I think if you guys are in the Chicagoland area, March 22nd and March 29th, uh, I will be performing at the Second City at 10.30 p.m. at the Black Box Theater. Uh, the show's called What Else Is On. It's a sketch show. It'll be about like an hour and a half, so come on by. Yeah, and per usual, five stars on the podcast. Um, follow us on social. Uh, you can follow me at J underscore Kila's everywhere. You can follow Nikki at Nikki Palooza everywhere. Uh, and you can follow Matt at uh, uh, Fat Reed, F A T T R E D R E E D, pardon me, or uh, F A T T R 3 D. Are you going to say which ones those go to? Instagram is 3 3. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not letting you plug my name ever again. <laughs> you fucking jerk. Um, well, for Matt, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. Bye.